Henry Horner, the Renewal Singers, and I, Ed Peters, welcome you to What's New. We continue today in Matthew chapter 23, moving on to verses 16 through 22. Here in these verses, Jesus continues his condemnation against the scribes and Pharisees. This is now the third woe, and it deals with keeping of an oath. Here are verses 16 through 22, and Matthew writes, Blind guides, woe upon you, for your rule is that to swear by God's temple means nothing. You can break that oath, but to swear by the gold in the temple is binding. Blind fools, which is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold? And you say that to take an oath by the altar can be broken, but to swear by the gifts on the altar, that is binding. You blind men, for which is greater, the gift on the altar or the altar itself that sanctifies the gift? When you swear by the altar, you are swearing by it and by everything on it. And when you swear by the temple, you are swearing by it and by God who lives in it. And when you swear by heaven, you are swearing by the throne of God and by God himself. Teach me thy way, O Lord. Teach me thy way. Teach me thy way, O Lord. Teach me thy way. Thy guiding grace afford. Teach me thy These religious leaders had completely lost the spiritual purpose for which the temple and the altar were to be used and were placing the emphasis on material things only. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Truth. Jesus focuses on it, as Matthew records in chapter 23, 16 to 22. Ever since sin entered the human race, lying comes easy to us humans. 
That shouldn't surprise us since Satan is the father of lies. He originated lying. He fathered it. And he passed the tendency on to all of us. That sin, like every other, has been passed on from Satan to us. We humans go to great lengths to make untruth respectable. We try hard to make lying not only permissible but even fashionable, at least sometimes. We seem to okay a white lie, or we seem to permit shading the truth when something good comes out of it. It seems that the end justifies the means even when the means contains lies. Of course, God had much to say about being truthful in the Old Testament. God cannot lie. There are some things that God cannot do, and lying is one of them. He cannot be inconsistent with himself, and since he is truth, he cannot lie. In Matthew 23, Matthew records Jesus' words to the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. Jesus talks about being truthful. He once said, I am the truth. Remember, these men to whom Jesus spoke were religious leaders in Israel. Here is what Jesus said to them in chapter 23, 16 to 22. Woe to you blind guides! You say if anyone swears by the temple, it means nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, he is bound by his oath. You blind fools, which is greater, the gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred? You also say, if anyone swears by the altar, it means nothing. But if anyone swears by the gift on it, he is bound by his oath. You blind men, which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? Therefore he who swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it. And he who swears by the temple swears by it and by the one who dwells in it. And he who swears by heaven swears by God's throne and by the one who sits on it. Now this is the third of the seven woes in this chapter. I spoke about the first two on the last two What's New programs. The first woe is recorded in verse 13. Jesus berates these leaders for keeping people out of the kingdom of heaven. They themselves didn't enter, and they try to keep others out. Jesus pronounced a woe on these men. Jesus wasn't being vindictive or spiteful, nor was it a matter of religious competition. Jesus was giving a divine warning. While there was pathos in his voice, there was also condemnation. The second woe comes in verse 15 where Jesus focuses on the missionary zeal of these religious leaders. They try to make total converts of the Gentiles, known as God-fearers, only. The Pharisees converted them, and not to the Lord, but to Pharisaic Judaism. Evidently, during the first century, until the fall of Jerusalem in A.D. 70, the Jews were particularly active and successful in gathering converts to Judaism. Evidently, the Jews did not oppose missionary efforts, even on the part of Christians such as Paul. They only opposed the means of entry into the kingdom of God, which Paul insisted was through Christ alone. Now comes this third woe, where Jesus focuses on another favorite trick of these men. 
he speaks here about truth. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees would swear by the temple or by the altar, but they had no intentions of keeping such an oath. It wasn't binding, it only appeared binding. If they made a promise and swore by the temple or by the altar, they did so knowing in their heart that such a promise was not binding. Or they might make a statement swearing by the temple or by the altar that that statement was true when it was, in fact, not true. However, if they swore by the gold of the temple or by the gift on the altar, then their word was binding. Evidently, these men felt that the gold of the temple was greater than the temple, and the gift on the altar was greater than the altar. Some feel that the rabbis opposed such distinctions, but the way they opposed them was to carefully set up guidelines to differentiate a binding from a non-binding oath. In setting up such guidelines, they unwittingly encouraged such use of oaths. Man could lie under oath. The whole system was deceptive, misleading, and dishonest. The idea was, before you lie, be evasive. This was just another way of evading the truth while swearing to it. Evading the truth is nothing new. That seems to be one of the primary occupations and pastimes of many people. From practicing their faith to paying taxes to participating in sports. The end justifies the means. If we can cheat on taxes and not get caught, if we can cheat on exams and not get caught, if we can practice our faith so that it appears genuine but isn't, then we've won. Jesus speaks a loud no here to such way of thinking. I am told that there are cultures which permit stealing in stores if you don't get caught. Evidently, it isn't considered stealing unless or until you're caught. Well, Jesus calls these men blind guides, blind fools, and blind men. Every Christian, every follower of the one who is the truth, ought to speak and live the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, without evading, without misleading, and without deceiving. Be truthful. Jesus makes it clear here that every oath is in some way related to God, and therefore binding. Every statement made by a follower of the Lord who is the Lord's representative is in some way related to the Lord and therefore must be true. That's at the heart of Jesus' words here. Tell the truth always. Since sin entered our minds at the fall of man, untruth has become so very appealing. It's so easy for us humans to fudge on the truth, to exaggerate or to bend it. It is especially crucial for religious leaders to tell the truth. What a tragedy for a person to come to the end of life and discover that his religion fails him in the end because the leaders, like these Pharisees, knew the truth but taught and promoted untruth. I say it is an awesome responsibility to be a religious leader in any age. To mislead and to deceive people in the area of faith is particularly heinous in the Lord's sight. Jesus said, I am the truth. Listen to him and follow him. To be what you want 
News, a radio production of Creative Encounters for mailing addresses, Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.